we here at Hameen Media Group proceed to grow exponentially month by month. And we could not do it without our army of loyal listeners, as well as the absolute best sponsors in the free market today. Hameen Media is proud to give our 100% guarantee that our sponsors offer the absolute very best in their respective industries. And all of them offer products and services that will be of tremendous value to you. Not able to go to a gym? Or would you rather train at home to improve your health, lower your risk of getting sick, or have the body you always wanted? Then check out Stevie Richards Fitness, the most valuable workout program you can find in 2020, costing just a fraction of what the big companies charge, but with unmatched superior quality at StevieRichardsFitness.com. And after your workout, you'll probably be hungry, but how can you be sure what you're putting in your stomach is of premium quality? can't speak for other brands, but we can speak of Zordo's olive oil. Does your olive oil at home say ultra premium? Ultra premium is a distinction that olive oil brands can only legally claim if they meet very strict standards and guidelines. Most olive oils cannot meet such rigid requirements, but Zordo's olive oil does with its imported ultra premium Greek olive oil. Taste the difference for yourself at Zordo'sOliveOil.com. And speaking of consuming quality products, it's important to start your day off on the right foot. Don't run it by drinking watered down bean juice. Wake up and have a cup of bro, bro. With the Coffee Brosters, the only place you can get the limited edition Vince Russo coffee. Organic Nicaraguan fair trade coffee roasted to perfection with notes of milk chocolate and walnut straight from the farm to your coffee mug at thebroasters.com. And of course, you can't profile without style. And what better way to look stylish and support your favorite independent wrestling talent than with some swag from Pro Wrestling Tees. Offering original merchandise for your favorite pro wrestlers you can't find anywhere else and a great way to give back to those who sacrifice their bodies for our entertainment. Check out all the latest and greatest pro wrestling shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com. Thank you once again to all of our sponsors as well as our loyal listeners. We cannot do what we do without you, and we are only just getting started. We cannot express our gratitude enough. Thank you, and enjoy the show. I have dry balls. Balls so dry, and they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That would. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt hole. Suck my hairy butt hole. What is that? It's my bone! God damn it, Carmen! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck Me right here on a Hameen Media Group.podbean.com, Rat Salad Review.com, and of course, 
the most important place we'd like for you to download our show or listen or watch. Suck my bad. You can check us out everywhere. Just search it. iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Google, all the podcast outlets. We're on YouTube. You can watch, you're watching the video and you're like, whoa, there's people here. That's right. This is a South Park review show. We insert clips as we review it and we have fun time. That's it. That's all we're here to do is talk South Park and have fun. Now, I'm your host with the most who lives on the West Coast for now. Your boy, Matthew Schaffer. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week, I'm joined usually by my other cohort here, uh, Scoop Jackson. But Scoop just got back from Flagstaff, Arizona, Grand Canyon area. He went for a little trip, nice little weekend getaway, clear your mind. And uh, so he, I know he just got home as we're recording this, but I don't. he never got back to me about jumping in, so he's probably tired. But I'm not alone. I think we just, you know, I've already talked to Ian. We're going to go ahead and make this official, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome officially now. Not a special guest. Otherwise, this would have been like the sixth fucking time. And You're right. that point, it's not even a special guest anymore. I'm just a Lady. guest. Just another fucking guy. Right? Just remove the fucking right. special. You don't even get guest anymore. Now you're on the list like us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome officially to this show now. Fancy pants. <laughs> you changed it. <laughs> Fancy pants for Nola. That's great. What's up, buddy? Uh, uh, the, the, that's not my name. It's not my Ooh. name. Now it's Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. It's a funny name. Kev Ferguson. Yeah. 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 Funny name. Welcome to the show, sir. We appreciate you joining us each and every week. Man. Suck my bowels. It just only made sense. I mean, you're already on. I'm moving to Colorado, which that's where you live. So, like, right, right. it'll just end up being easier to do podcasts in person if we wanted to. Or, and then we could just call Ian and clown on him. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. But Ian is supposed to, you know, he had the plan is he wants to move to Colorado too. So, at some point, right. yeah, there might be an all three person man booth together. Right. And if it's the time of year that you were telling me, like, he should just wait until later, <laughs> like, I, that is I not the prime time to leave Arizona. Yeah. But no, I, especially there. for here. <laughs> but that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is a South Park review show. Um, if you would like to get caught up to us, you can go back and watch the first two full seasons and the first five episodes and the movie. And you'll be here episode number 40. And lucky for you, all the reviews are up there. You can find out you can uh, starting in season two. We started putting all of our episodes on YouTube. So all of season two is up and then season three so far. First season is audio only. I gotta tell you, we were new at getting the podcast and the format down. Some of those episodes are a bit long, not saying they're bad. I'm just saying some of those episodes are a little bit long because we go like scene by scene and script by line by line because we were just getting into our flow. You know, we, we didn't really have a format down yet. It was just less like turning your cord on and be like, all right, let's talk about this episode. So we're a little bit more advanced here, Joe. So you've you at least joined us at the better time. That's usually when you get the talent, right? Not at the beginning, like, you know, when you're trying to worn out the kinks. The indie wrestlers do all the work and then right, they bring right. in the guys. And the then region. we bring in the name, yeah. Yeah, I, guys do all the work and then it's like hey we're getting this dude who did some timing at nxt <laughs> let's cash in uh sexual harassment panda everyone wants to cash oh. in on this episode joe not, mm. not, like that's like that segue uh th now this episode is season three episode six um right south, south south park interestingly enough i mean this will be kind of part of our trivia but we kind of just need to talk about it now mm-hmm they were they pretty much don't even remember making this episode. 
<laughs> they've, they've come out and said it publicly on like the DVD. You can see in the interviews. I have it here in the notes, I believe, that uh -huh. they just don't even recall making the episode itself. So, And that's because it came right after the movie premiere. So right. they were just – and they make their movies on a weekly basis, right? So Or they might have been making it a little bit slower back then, but even so, they're mm -hmm. still making it in short periods of time. So the movie debuts, then they hit back to the studio and start making right. the next episode of South Park. So this is a complete blur for them. However, I still say it's not a bad episode. People, no. people, people want to think it's a bad episode. I've heard that. And I'm like, eh, it's not bad. No, and it has a lot of good commentary on it and everything. And I mean, like, there was only one kind of glaring thing that kind of jumped out to me and then when i thought about it i'm like oh this could have been like pre produced pre-movie or post-movie but we'll get into that it's probably covered in the trivia honestly right. or i haven't looked at a format i'm being totally unfucking professional right now oh, i don't fine. even i don't even know if one's been sent no i sent it, it to your email yeah i yeah. kind of figured it was but it was like i you i got asked to do this like last night or this morning. I'm like, yeah, I got trading, but, but yeah, I haven't even really looked at the format. I did watch no, the episode fine. though. I did watch no, the episode, fine. but we're going to call this on the fly, kid. We're going to call this on the fly. Who's heel. Are you the heel? <laughs> Not me. I'm the baby face here. It's my show. Well, then sh I give, well, you kind of got to be the heel so you can lead us along here, but oh, I mean, you're, you're the know. vet. You're the vet. Just carry me along. <laughs> so everyone in I South got Park. way got, too inside and gave away know, way right? too much shit I know, right, right now. I know, right? Everyone in South Park, guys, <laughs> is suing everyone else after the school gets a visit from Petey. The sexual harassment panda having used the message for the wrong reasons. Um, because here's what happens. The show starts out with Mr. Garrison. He's in the classroom and he starts to explain what sexual harassment panda is. Now, initially, which I always thought is interesting, like when Cartman gives his answer of what he thinks sexual harassment is, it's still a valid answer. That is yeah. sexual harassment. So we're going to go to this clip here to get started because, you know, it's it's Cartman's. Yeah, it, it's pretty sweet. Like I want to show you guys pictures. It's all about sexual harassment in school. About what? Now, does anybody know what sexual harassment means? Yes, Eric. When you're trying to have intercourse with a lady friend and some other guy comes up and tickles your balls from behind. <laughs> no, Eric, that's not what I'm talking about. The school board has sent over a special guest to teach us all about sexual harassment in schools. Please welcome Petey, the sexual harassment panda. Is what Cartman was describing as sexual harassment or is that a soft swap? Um, but he said when you're trying to get when you're trying to get with your lady friend and another guy comes out from behind you and tickles you in the bowels like that's <laughs> sexual harassment you're trying to get with your lady friend and another dude just came up and tickled you in the balls i don't know yeah you know what i'm not touching that like i was already making a lifestyle joke and it probably shouldn't have been made <laughs> No, I mean, I guess if that's what you're, you know, if you're, if you're in a consensual sexual triangle, I guess. Right, then, right. And yeah, I guess it fits. But Cartman is, seems to be innocently or innocuously asking, like, yeah, no, I, I know, I'm just. Yeah. 
but I think it I'm, is sexual harassment. I'm just, um, it, and it totally is. I was just like taking a turn for the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I grew you up in get... Vegas. Like I was 20 minutes from the green door. Nothing fucking, nothing surprises or shocks me. <laughs> so the panda comes in and of course, mm. uh, you know, I, I can't play the lyrics here for, uh, for copyright. I'll probably insert it on the podcast if you're listening, mm. but it, it who, who lives in you know why don't we just listen to it i'll just we can sing it. it right like we Hold can on, we'll, sing we'll, you can't but oh let's just listen to it <laughs> for the podcast so it's for the podcast if you're watching youtube sorry go to the podcast because i don't want to get hit for copyright don't touch that. Don't be nasty, says the silly man. He tell you what's right and wrong. Sexual harassment. Panda. Hi, boys and girls. Hi, boys and girls. Sexual harassment panda, guys. So, yes. The yes. sexual harassment panda comes in, and he's basically going to teach them about sexual harassment. Right. I just oh wonder where God. they got the idea to make the character a panda, you know, cause by the end, like at least it kind of makes sense. It rolls off the tongue. With the right. But sexual harassment panda. I mean, it's funny. Yeah. That. I mean, but could you think of another animal that I guess could be a panda instead of a panda? Um, not really. I can't think of one. And Sexual I thought, harassment spider. Uh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> and I thought maybe it was a pedo bear reference, like, but they couldn't go pedo bear. But like, I can't remember when like pedo bear entered the zeitgeist and pop culture and stuff. Interesting, Joe. Interesting. And like it, it was just like one of those things that like I didn't catch as a kid, but like may, like uh, later on, I'm like, wait, is that like a pedo bear? Like a really like kind of like you got to know what you're looking at reference for pedo bear. So it says uh, the bear character originates from the popular bulletin board, as you mentioned, BBS to channel in Japan, where it was introduced in the form of shift underscore JSI art or Kuma, an interjection of the word Kuma meaning bear in Japanese. Unlike pedo bear, Kuma has no sexual connotations, pedophilic or otherwise, although initially appearing as a single line, various modified, blah, blah, blah. Um, it doesn't really give a date. Let's see. Mainstream media. The picture they're posting is 2010. So that's gotta be later. Oh yeah. Hunter, that's way Hunter, later. This is yeah, like July 19, 3rd, 2009. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then I was totally off there, but like, and that's why it never clicked with me until much later because pedo bear wasn't there until much later. Yeah, no, but that's interesting. And that's, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't have to edit that. I, I was able to just pick up my phone and search it. So, like, if you're on a right, podcast. Kinda, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're, no, I'm just saying, if you're, a, if, you're a, if you're on a podcast, you can look it up. It's not hard to be like, oh, I don't know. Well, I'll just fuck it. Like, I'm just, you can do that. And I've made that mistake in the past. So I apologize if I have in the past. I'm just I'm, rubble, rubble, rubble. That's on me. That's why I, I picked up and I Google. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that that being said, that he, you know, the panda comes in who lives in the east beneath a willow tree, sexual harassment mm -hmm. panda, who explains sexual harassment to you and me, sexual harassment panda. Don't say that. Don't touch, touch there. That. 
don't be nasty, says the silly bear. He's gonna tell you what's right and wrong. Sexual Right. It's 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 kind of ridiculous. So the audio tricks they do with their voices in that show are right. I've been practicing that one since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, same. I've seen that first episode. Like once these guys use so many different voices, and if you've been watching it for so long, you just naturally start picking it up and wanting to practice. Right, it. yeah. Well, that looks kind of stupid. Anyway, everyone in South Park, as we mentioned, ends up suing some people. So let's get into that. Garrison introduces the class to Petit Petey the sexual harassment. Pando teaches the class about sexual harassment. Now, as they're going through the, the, the articles. In Article 35, when one panda touches another panda, so like they're listening to it, and Stan's like, God, this is horrible. And Kyle's like, Yeah, this is the worst. And Kyle's like, I, I think I kind of like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stan's like, You would like sexual har- harassment, panda. You, 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 what is it? Ass sucker? Yeah. Ass sucker. And then Kyle's like, What? <laughs> now that he has the newfound knowledge. Right. Like, this is. This is a a bad word that can be used in some form of litigation. If you're an adult, not necessarily a child, but mm-hmm. definitely as a kid, because like, you know, I mean, not to say you can't get in trouble for sexually harassing a girl, you know, when you're in like, if I school. call you an ass sucker at work or something, or like, hey, suck my ass, then yeah, that's sexual harassment. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off though, but that's just me. Hey, <laughs> suck my ass. I'd be like. <laughs> Okay. I'd be like, all right, you got it. <laughs> Suck my ass. Who's coming with me, man? Like, if somebody got mad at me in the middle of an argument and busted out South Park lines, I, you, that's 100% way to defuse me. I'd be like, huh. Hmm. <laughs> that's acceptable. Right, you, just like, you, you just beat me with my own argument. You have become the man. <laughs> yeah, I was I was in like a argument, in a, not an argument, but a very heated bar discussion. And like someone else, and like the dude was like, "Hey, calm down, guy." I'm like, "I'm not your guy, buddy." And like that just that's that it. broke every. Yeah, that was. Uh, that's it. You broke it up. South Park rules all. Well. Cartman learns that ass sucker is an offensive word. He's like, it's right here that I can sue you for saying that word. And uh, and Stan's like, what? No, you can't get out of here. And then and the panda's like, well, actually, when one panda wants to sue the party of another aforementioned, uh, aforementioned panda under the panda civil laws, this is accepted. <laughs> so we go to court. Wasn't it San- Stan he sued, not Kyle? Oh, did I say Kyle? I thought I said Mr. Yeah, Stan. yeah. We said uh, Kyle called him an ass sucker. It was Stan, oh, I think. It's, I thought I said Stan, but anyway, Stan. Or we can rewind and like you can pop it up like Joe's a fucking idiot right here if I turn out to be wrong. <laughs> That's a lot of editing. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> maybe I guess I'll do it now. No, anyway, so, nah. So anyway, so Stan calls him an ass sucker. And now they're going to court. Like it goes dun dun dun. Like we like like uh, you might say a Law and Order type nineties yeah. music, right? Bum bum bum. So they go to the courtroom, and we got a, we got a judge, and apparently, Cartman is suing Stan. And not only that, he hires a lawyer. He's like, yeah, my my lawyer's just parking the car. He'll be here in just a moment. And <laughs> Kyle's like, you got a lawyer, dude? <laughs> 
that's where Kyle talks. And then his dad comes in. Dad? Oh, hey, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yep, that's it. Yeah. So he hires hires Gerald Broflowski after Stan called him that ass sucker. So now soon what ends up happening based on a lot of this is the whole town's going to go into a disarray, but the court scene is hilarious. So let's cut to a scene here because like yeah. the judge is like talking to the different witnesses. <laughs> did you, or did you not see uh, a student called another student ass sucker? Yeah. Cause he is a little asset. Yeah. Cause he's a little ass sucker. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Your honor, my lawyer is just parking the car. He should be here any second. Dude, he got a lawyer. Sorry. I'm late. Dad? Oh, hi, Kyle. All right, let's get along, shall we? Now, Eric Hartman, uh, you claim that Stan Marsh has sexually harassed you in school. That is correct, my honor. That is correct, my well, whatever. He talked about having oral sex with my ass. I called him <laughs> an ass sucker. Yes, that was it. I was... <laughs> I couldn't concentrate the rest of the day. The way his ass kept looking at me, slowly going up and down my body. Like he was <laughs> Cartman, you call people names all the time. As you can see, Your Honor, my client is too upset to continue. Mr. Marsh, what do you have to say? <laughs> He's crying. Your for your defense. Uh, I'm eight. I'm eight. All right, this seems pretty open and shut. Stan Marsh, under the new sexual harassment in schools law, I am forced to find you guilty. Huh? All right, we did it. Hey, No monetary resources. It is the judgment of this court that 50% of Stan Marsh's belongings are to be handed over to Eric Cartman immediately. So as, I, How do people got, hate this episode? I was gonna say, hold on. Uh, we haven't. I guess I might have jumped in, so that's my apologies. We're actually. This is only the first court case. The second court case is when Mr. Garrison appears, and we'll go to that clip here. Yeah, in just yeah, a second. yeah. But this is the first court case because he sues Stan initially, but all because he's under eight. As Stan goes there, <laughs> what's your defense? Uh, I'm eight. <laughs> oh that's yeah, a great yeah. Defense. Because that's a great. While he's grabbing Stan's shit, that's when Gerald gets in his ear, like, yo, you know, we should go after the school. Like, <laughs> that's like, and like before that, and maybe I'm wrong, it was like Gerald, yeah, we knew Gerald was a lawyer, but he almost seemed like the kind of public defender lawyer, or like he was like, he always seemed like a good guy. And this is like the first time we see kind of some like, sliminess kind of ambulance chasing side of lawyering from uh gerald yeah they uh definitely set the initial you know character breadcrumbs of what gerald roflowski really truly turns into throughout the course of this uh this show i think we're also getting close to the jubilee isn't that next i want to yeah, say that's, um no i think well, I'm at, the, I'm at the, the the trilogy. I think the trilogy is coming up next. I think it's seven, eight, oh, nine. Oh yeah, it's. I thought Jubilee was only one episode. No, no, well, yeah, but I meant the whole trilogy of the Meteor Shower trilogy is what it's. Oh really called. yes, yes, yeah, that, yeah, that's seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, because uh, it's the two guys in the hot tub is episode eight. Uh, seven is just Meteor Shower, and then nine is uh, Jubilee. Right. Well, let me, uh, so that's coming up next. That's a fun. Those, those are fun episodes, guys. Uh, yes. Yes. Two men so in a hot glad tub. I'm on the show. <laughs> two men in a hot tub. That's a great episode. And you've got, uh, I, I know a lot of people don't like, uh, you know, Cartman, or I'm sorry, what was it? Kenny and Kyle when they're at the juke camp with Moses. Yeah. I, I think it's freaking oh, hilarious. It's wow. So, good. Wow. so, yes, it's two guys naked in a hot tub. Um, cat orgy and jubilee so that that should that should be good 
Yeah, seventh episode of the third season. I just wanted—I was making sure that we weren't idiots. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's coming. Wicked, 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 wild. Yeah, wild, wild west, wicked, wicked, wild, wild west. Me and Sam Hayek clap from. Okay, we'll do it all next week. Sam Hayek, she's hot. Let's get back to this episode. So right. now, you, as you mentioned, Gerald is uh, going with Cartman through his stuff. And Cartman mentions he's like going through all of Stan's different items. He's like, "Hey, do you like this?" And Stan's like, "Yeah, dude, that's my favorite toy." He's like, "Okay, I take that." <laughs> and <do you laughs> right. Like and the web at this? No, I, I really don't like that. Okay, then you won't mind if I take it. Ah, oh, goddamn it! So he take he starts taking his toys, and <laughs> the court uh, bailiff he's like, "You are entitled to uh, was it like a green Nerf football or like something else?" And then he looks at it, and then he tells Cartman, as you mentioned, "Hey, I think we can get." like some money if we actually go after the school and yeah. uh, they decide to go after the school. So now it's at this point, they start interrogating the principal and under the uh, interrogation or on the stand, the principal breaks down and commits and confesses to what sounds like a murder. Right. <laughs> like, like, I, I totally forgot about that until I watched the episode again this afternoon when I got home. It's crazy. Like I was just like, this is nuts. Like, I, I, how can you do this? Like, why, why, why would you set this up like this? Like, <laughs> why would you get under court, under the court itself, and be like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and confess my my murder, even though it's a court case for sexual harassment at my school. She so, just broke down. She needed that off her conscience. She needed that off her conscience, maybe. Yeah, but nothing right. ever comes of it, Joe. Nothing ever comes of it. Ever. All right. Well, let's go to the, now. Now to the real clip, Mr. Garrison. He's in the courtroom here, and uh, he's very sexist, misogynistic towards the judge. This whole episode, or at least yeah. in the courtroom. Okay. Judge. Question: Did you know that sexual harassment was going on in the classroom? No, I had no friggin' idea, Mr. Garrison. Do you know the definition of sexual harassment? Of course, and so does Mr. Hatt. We do not tolerate sexual harassment. You are the witness here, Mr. Garrison, not Mr. Hatt. I'm sorry, Tuds. Did you or did you not hear <laughs> my client tits. being called an ass sucker? Yes. And you did nothing. Well, he is a little ass sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Garrison, I will remind you that we are in court. Okay, baby. I'm sorry. Principal Victoria, were you aware that my client was being harassed at your school? Well, not any more than any other student. Oh, so you admit that harassment goes on. I don't know. You don't know? You're the principal. I can't be around every second. So it does go on. All right, all right. I killed him. <laughs> I hit him over the head and I cut up the body. I tried to burn it, but it wouldn't burn. Oh, the smell of it. I put the lake. Oh, my God. The torso under a bridge. I had to do it. <laughs> oh, God. Principal Victoria, was Eric Carmen called an ass sucker? Yes or no? <laughs> Oh, yes, I believe so. <laughs> Absolutely zero dams about the body she burned and threw over a bridge. It's just it's <laughs> which <laughs> very graphic, very detailed. Now, uh, for those listening on or watching this on YouTube, I probably went ahead and the smarter choice was I was give you the garrison clip. So you probably didn't get all of that. So mm -hmm. go check out the podcast if you want to hear the rest. But she goes into very details about how you know killing the body. And you married Barry, and then they I had to bury and burn the bodies and blah 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 blah. And this is gonna like get me, pardon the pun, some heat with people, but that's like one of my favorite things to do on uh Red Dead Redemption after like if I just come up on a random campground and I don't care if they're a rival gang or if it's just some prospector, I will kill everyone at that campground 
and then I will throw them in the fire. That's how you know I fucking did it. Well, uh, that's interesting. I'm, uh, I'm a sadist. Uh, that's fine. I go, I go a little bit more of the route in a different game. I go more of the peaceful route. This is in the Assassin's Creed game. What I like ah. to do is I like to go the route of killing everybody and not leaving a trail, and I usually throw them into a water or some sort of field of water where the body can drift away. Peaceful. I've done I've done that too. Like if they're fishing or something, I'll just like kill them and then just. I just like it for me. That's more. It, people are like you go through all that and you kill the person. Why don't you just go? Like it's called Assassin's Creed. Like I'm trying to be a fucking assassin. Like so, right. if you're a real assassin, translate these skills to real life. So if maybe you're ever in that situation. I blame Hitman. Hitman. Like Hitman had me doing this at like 18. Right. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> the Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. So soon everyone begins to sue everyone after this show. Uh, for the smallest of reasons, and they go yeah. through all the different court God, cases so and good. whatnot, uh, and we don't need to play through all of them, but I, I do want to go into one particular, Joe, because this is very interesting to me, that after going through the sexual harassment articles and books, probably not as well as he should have, Cartman is going to get sued here, and he gets sued by Pip. Fucking Pip! Yes! You know, do you know who never sued Joe? Butters. Fucking Butters. Because Butters Butter is the best character on the show. Butters Ow. and then Randy Marsh is like 1A. Like in uh, just terms of like, I mean, Randy Marsh is 1A because he makes me laugh my ass off so consistently. But Butters is my favorite character because he is like, other than when he's Professor Chaos, is like the most good-natured and good-hearted person on the show. That's a good maybe point, Ike. Mark. Maybe Ike. Butters is a good character. I won't. I won't argue that. You know, because it's he. He does have some good sentimental reasons to it and what. Do you know what I am saying? Do you know what I am saying? Uh, so after, as we mentioned, Butters is a good, we're going to go to the Cartman here in the pit. Mm -hmm. But bef uh, before I get there, I actually want to play this commercial. It's about Kyle's dad. Uh, yes. So oh my God. Call me, Kyle's. Sorry, <laughs> he doesn't even say his own fucking name here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I ruined the punchline. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's it's okay. It's funny. Here we go. Anyway, children, in the sentence, the ball is red. <laughs> Kid, are you tired of being harassed at school? Sick of being called a homo? A farty pants? A butt? Face, face, and call me, Kyle's dad. Kyle's dad. And I'll help you close the lid on sexual harassment in school. After a boy in my class tried to put his tongue in my mouth, I knew I needed legal help. Kyle's dad helped me get a $1.6 million settlement and his bright and shiny bicycle. Thank you, Kyle's dad. Thank you, Kyle's dad. Kyle's dad got me $1.4 million, and he can't do what it for fuck? you, too. Just look at all these beautiful girls. So call me, Kyle's dad, because it's not about money. Clyde. It's about you, Clyde. Wait, what am I saying? Call me. Kids speaking on you. Don't be sad. Be sad. Just sue their asses with Kyle's dad. Just sue their asses with Kyle's dad. Kids picking on you. Will don't be sad. Just sue their asses with Kyle's dad. Oh my God, it's so good. It oh. So and of course, someone tries to shove their tongue down baby's mouth. Oh my God, that's you know, that's true. But fucking Clyde, I don't right. understand. Clyde gets 1.3 million. Come on. 
That's that's ridiculous. I mean, baby got one point six. I don't believe that. I think it was like supposed to be a parody take on all those commercials. Like, do you remember Larry H. Parker back in the day? Yeah. Larry H. Parker got me $1.2 million. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it's, it's like, yeah, it's just like any friggin' law commercial. Like any there's Frank D. Azar got me $1.3 million for my car wreck. And like, <laughs> and it's Call like, a, Call Wentworth eight seven seven five now. All these fucking weird commercials and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh Learner Row is the way to go. Call nine seven seven one nine zero zero. I'm gonna have to talk to you about that one off air. The uh, Morales Law Office here in Washington. Uh, the oh, Morales God. Law Office. Hey, I know big truckers, so call me, the Morales Law Office, and I'll get you what you deserve. <laughs> call 853-2221. Like, fucking, like, I have to, like, watch this commercial. Yeah, I was going to say, you watch those commercials, like, repeatedly oh. every night. I- at work it's horrible and the morales one is when we have to okay i'm not gonna get into it, but we have yeah. to upload that one it's a local cart oh, anyway God. so yeah that's bad anyway so <laughs> without work now unfortunately or not sorry what happens after that now that all the kids are starting to sue the school is fucking losing money 1.2 million 3. Point million, 5. Point million, blah, 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 all these millions so let's go to this court scene here and we'll show you the breakdown of how the school ends up losing all of this money Eric Cartman, it is the judgment of this court that you sexually harassed Pip Phillip at school. No way! No way! This is ridiculous! You asked Pip to suck your... You know what? You must... What did he ask Pip to suck, Joe? Matt, be 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 bows! A bows! Suck my bows! How would you like to suck my bows, Pip? $1.6 million. Oh, dear God! Wow, I'm good! Next! This girl touched my thigh. Half her belongings. School is sued for two point one million. We're ruined. Next. Uh, Your Honor, this oh, young man commented on the shape of my ass. Oh, the shape of Half my ass. Half Two million from the school. So, a couple things uh, I want to talk about here before we go on. So, Craig got money because a girl touched his thigh. So, right there. That should tell you there's a very first inkling that Craig is homosexual, right? Yeah. He's acting now because he's flipping kids off. He's oh, hanging out with Mr. Mackey off, okay? Uh, flipping people. Oh, don't flip people off, Craig. Uh, flipping people off is bad, okay? Don't, don't do that, okay? So, like, you know, you got Craig who's acting out, and this is interesting because it, why would you sue for a girl touching your leg? Because, Unless you know, you, you can more. get the money. I don't know, but yeah, but your your theory is much better. I think I think it's a breadcrumb. I think they were slowly putting it in there because like it could have been know, throughout the episodes, there's always those signs it's like trying to tell you, have you seen me? Because they always put an alien in the episode right. somewhere. And I so. mean Tweak was commenting on Mackie's ass, not uh, not a female's. Uh, uh, this child uh, commented on the shape of my behind. <laughs> <laughs> right so like tweak noticing dudes asses ah! craig right and- back to back holy shit wow that's continuity here even in season three good, good job matt 
Good job, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Wow. I'm, that was, you made the connection and we went there. And so it's really funny because like through my never ending binge of South Park, I'm on the Yowie episode. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so because of all these kids being, you know, all the kids doing sexual harassment, Panda, um, unfortunately, the school's running out of money, dude. So what happens when public ed, what happens when schools and governments run out of money? What's the, what gets, what happens, Joe? Teachers buy their own chalk, uh, textbooks have, um, the USSR as a rising power. <laughs> um, I was, I mean, I was going more for like, you know, certain things get cut. So yeah, uh, sexual- budget, budgets get cut. Um, mascots and like you know stuff like that gets cut i i know i went like super political there but uh so uh, the, the the panda unfortunately <laughs> is a casualty it's a panda so the panda here, let's go to this clip where panda gets fired oh all right what other cuts do we have to make to the school budget uh next we have tom morris he plays sexual harassment panda at the schools Oh, right. We certainly can't afford him anymore. I warn you, Mr. Evans. Uh, Tom Morris takes his job a little seriously. Hello, sexual harassment cubs. Lives in the nest at the willow tree. Sexual harassment panda. Have a seat, Mr. Morris. <laughs> Who? Who? Uh, sexual harassment panda. Oh, all right. Uh, Mr. Morris, we at the school board have been thinking, and we've decided that perhaps a panda isn't the best way to explain sexual harassment to children. That's a logical point, Joe. It really so, is. Like a panda should not be t- a panda is a, a one of those a I mean at one point in time it was an endangered species. I hear that it's actually starting to now go from endangered to uh moderate whatever the next stage up protected. is protected. Like, right, so now it's protected. So now they're not endangered as much because over the last t- decades pretty much our whole lives the big focus has been like not letting the panda and the koala bear go. Right. That's like the one good thing. The Chinese government. Well, yeah, they're not watching. It's the one good thing. The Chinese government has done. (laughs) Um, Well, no, we're banned from China. We'll never be allowed in. So you already went. What does it matter? I mean, I went to Hong. eh, I guess that's part of, it was part of China. I went to Hong Kong. I went (laughs) to China. Did you go see the great wall? No, I, I wasn't in mainland China. That was my dad. He was oh. uh, working for Disney in Shanghai. Wow, interesting. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to have that conversation even more off air. I want to know. Oh yeah, that. yeah. I'll show you the pictures and stuff. That's pretty cool. That's big here. Yeah, That's yeah. Big That's big here. No, uh, so I um, I didn't know that Disney had a uh, a division in China. Um, he was working on Disneyland in uh, oh, okay. Disney Shanghai. Disney Shanghai. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, that's Japan, Japanese more. So uh, yeah, yeah, Tokyo Disney's fun too. But um, yeah. So the, yeah, uh, we're being in China. But this, as you mentioned, this was the only thing that they did right was making was the panda conservation. There. Yeah, panda conservation. So and then the World Wildlife Foundation made it their logo, right? Mm-hmm. After they stole, after they took the name back from anything can happen in the World Wildlife Federation. Mm-hmm. Take it back from that, that company. 
they were like, fuck you, we're, we're going to be the WWF. No, that doesn't make me angry 18 years later, not at all. <laughs> so soon everyone, as we mentioned, begins to snoop for those smallest of reasons. The school begins to lose the money from cases and has to sacrifice important luxuries. As you mentioned, furniture, chalkboards, and sexual harassment. Panda. Panda. Mr. Garrison loses all his chalk, so he's forced to write on the chalkboard, which you probably heard in a clip there with a rusty yeah. old nail. Now, and without I love work, how I love how method he was when they were talking to him. Now, Mr. Morris, I'm sorry, sexual harassment panda. <laughs> he would not respond to his <laughs> to the name. It was he would not. Uh, so while without work now, the sexual harassment panda goes to the island of misfit mascots, apparently, where ma- where mascots are unfit to live. Now, before he goes there, Joe, the p- mascot is drove there by you know a number of things. A, of course, you get fired, which is you know, that's always a depressing feeling. Um, he goes and applies for another job. We're not going to show that clip, but like the guy's like, um, well, your while your credentials are great, um, and you seem really upbeat and passionate. Um, I just don't think we have any room for you here or a position that would meet your needs. It's because I'm a panda, isn't it? Well, well, yes, yes, it is because you are a panda. <laughs> I just like how he's so honest with him. It's, it's right. So At least it's refreshing, right? Right. So also, you know what else is funny is there's no uh, – this is – we don't need to show this clip, but Chef's only appearance in this show. <laughs> he's like in the lunchroom with the boys now that like everything's been taken out all – even like in the background of like the, the kitchen, you'll notice that the there's no picture there anymore. Mm-hmm. Like if you take a look uh, – if you're watching here on YouTube, I'll show you. There's the, the picture frame is actually missing from the frame itself. And they're so, all missing in the classroom too. Like the alphabet thing above the chalkboard is gone. You keep, I mean, it's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Everything is gone. All the pictures are gone. Yeah. So for those who are watching on this YouTube, I'm showing the clips here. Or I'm just dragging through the, the clip itself. Right. Just like every, every remix. So, yes, we have those two scenes. And then eventually after that, the he he basically leaves to go to the island of misfit toys. But what he gets put before that, the kids are like now pissed, right? Stan, Kyle, and Kenny and Cartman all show up at the school board meeting, at the school board people, because they're like, look, everybody's suing everybody. So we got to like figure out a way to like stop this. So they go and talk to the school board. Now they get to the school board and this is a funny, a great interaction. Now the school board is so afraid of getting sued that they're afraid of the kids. Excuse me. We'd like to speak with sexual harassment panda, please. Oh, please don't sue us. Huh? We'll give you anything you want. We want sexual harassment panda. Oh, no. Uh, we had to let him go. What? Uh, I mean, he left. Well, where is he? We don't know, honestly. I swear it. Please, let us go. What the hell is wrong with these? So, yes, it's at this point that now the sexual harassment panda, uh, he's fired. The kids went looking for him. But, you know, obviously they they didn't, uh, they couldn't find him there because he wasn't there. So now they're going to go off to try and find where the panda is. Now, meanwhile, we then cut over, and I'll, I'm going to pull this. We're going to go immediately into the next scene here. Uh, we then cut over here uh, to the panda now depressed hanging out in the bar and this is where we get the infamous uh yes hey, we don't take kindly to your farts around here hey panda bear that's 
We don't take kindly to your types in here. Now, calm down, Skeeter. He ain't hurting nobody. Now, I want to know something from Mr. Panda, Panda Bear. Panda Bear. If you pandas are from mountainous areas of China and Tibet, how come you eat bamboo, which is prone to grow only in drier, more arid regions? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's like the most random question to make you know that he's not a complete idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joke, you've been to you know China. Can you answer that question? I don't know. And again, I've only been to Hong Kong, which is technically part of China, but I mean, it's a city island kind of thing. Like I said, I never went to the mainland. I don't know much about the panda bear either, so I I can't get into why they eat something that is A, so low in nutritional value, and B, not as readily available to them as other things in their mountainous region region good good nice nice guy nice nice bring back around i like that well now at this point gerald is talking to kyle and throughout the episode the first time kyle questions gerald which by the way kyle's just proves in this episode he's kind of a wimp coming off of the movie can't talk to his mom took takes a whole freaking movie and then like at here in this movie doesn't know how to talk to his dad and try to tell him look dude stop extorting the town but he let the Unfortunately, Gerald is blinded by the money. And as he's got this, they've got this massive 10 story house now with all these windows and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. So that's going on. And then Kyle then goes and rejoins the boys as they're searching for the island of misfit toys. I'm uh, sorry. They're searching for the panda bear. And the first stop is the bar, Joe. So they go, they go to the bar and uh, they have a <laughs> have a nice conversation i love the size of kyle's house like it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, bigger throughout right? the episode right so let's go to this next scene here where we kind of get a little bit of a meta moment here with the uh hey we don't take kindly to your people around here don't take kindly to people around here excuse me yeah what can i do for you somebody told us they saw a big panda bear in here big panda bear big, big panda, panda bear right. after he just saw him what the fuck old. We don't take kindly to your types in here. Now, calm down, Skeeter. They ain't hurting nobody. No. No. I want to know something from Mr. I'm eight years years old. How come you types are always wearing them funny padded shirts in the winter? You mean coats? Coats? Nah, Skeeter, I don't want no trouble. We don't take kindly to your types around here. What the hell is going on? Did you guys see a big panda bear in here or not? We don't take kindly to panda bears. Well, we don't take kindly to you. We don't take kindly to folks that don't take kindly around here. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> like, did we just fuck ourselves? <laughs> we don't so take good. kindly to people who don't take kindly to people around here. <laughs> so stupid. Oh. So. At this point now, the boys then go and find the panda bear. And the panda bear is on the island of the Misfit Toys. Apparently, Joe is blowing up over there, ladies and gentlemen. I know, and I'm trying to turn it off because I forgot to before we recorded. I apologize. Oh, you're fine. So after that, the the kids go to the island of Misfit – the island of Misfit mascots. Mascots. the island of the mascot commune, whatever. And while that's going on, Gerald is now apparently going to be uh, the lawyer of the blockbuster case of the century 
everybody versus everybody. Sorry, everybody versus everyone. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, Gerald starts the case. He's like, my client here, everyone. <laughs> so he, he's basically defending both sides and he's yep. going to make out like a bandit. In fact, so much so that the um, newscaster reports on it. He's like, Joe Balfoski is expected to make $30 million. And I just want to say, Joe Balfoski, you are one of the biggest pieces of trash that I've ever met. This just in, Gerald Balfoski is suing local newscaster, Todd, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, what? So <laughs> yeah, he, everybody is suing everybody. And now that newscaster apparently was getting sued for de- defamatory uh, statements made about Gerald Balfoski. Kyle's dad. God damn! But they never, they never actually say that on uh, like media. That's like technically liable. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like well, that's even more than oh, you lose your job. Character, yeah. But unless it's Fox News. Uh, but Kyle's dad here is—that's how they're going by. I should point out they're not actually saying Gerald. They're just saying Kyle's dad is a huge piece of shit. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. So now Gerald's incredibly rich, and apparently the school lost $32 million. And the boys realize the problem must stop the case. They go to the sexual harassment panda, convince him to change his message. And Scoop, they decide – I mean, uh, Joe, see, I'm getting confused here. Joe, they decide to tell him that he should change his attitude, that he should become a different mascot. Now, there's some stupid mascots there, which I'm going to show you here on the video, so I'll pull this. That mascot's commune. This must be the place. Hello there, boys. Whoa, who are you? I'm Willie, the don't stare directly into the sun worm. Well, you boys know not to stare directly into the sun, right? Yes. Yes. I can burn your retinas and make you blind. Do you notice the little guy in the back? Oink, oink. Yes. Make sure you run around with scissors, says Oinky. Make sure you run around. I thought you weren't supposed to run around with scissors. That's why he's <laughs> on the island of misfit mascots. Have you seen any panda bears? Hmm. Hey, kids. Now, here we I'm go. Jimmy, the Kenny's don't death hold on scene. to a large magnet while someone else uses a fan nearby falcon. What? Here, watch. <laughs> oh my God, they killed Kenny. You. And well, Joe, I think um, because Kenny just died right here. Yeah. Um, I, I think this is also a perfect time for me to get into. What did Kenny say? <laughs> so what did Kenny say? He has one line. That was literally his line here. When he's holding the magnet, guys, he says, you guys, come on, get this fucking magnet now. And then the magnet pulls him into the blades and he's chopped up into a bunch of little bits. And that's what Kenny said. Yeah, pretty short. Not a lot of- yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't remember him saying much. That was it. That was his only line. Yeah. That's what Kenny said, guys. So after that, Kenny's dead. Uh, then they find the panda, and they convince the panda to become Petey the Don't Sue People Panda. And uh, unfortunately, I guess, or I guess you should say fortunately for the boys, unfortunately for uh, Kyle's dad, uh, he he doesn't get to continue the case because the Petey the Don't Sue People Panda shows up. Skeeter's in the courtroom. Hey, 
We don't take kindly to panda bears trying to sue people. Stop suing people. <laughs> now, Skeeter, he ain't doing nothing wrong. Now, so, Skeeter put a sock in it. <laughs> so, the panda bear shows up and he explained to everyone about how when you're suing schools, you know, for different cases or whatnot, that actually takes money from the taxpayers and blah, 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 blah. Goes into the whole, th- whole economics of what happens when you sue right. people. And unfortunately, right. So everyone is, uh, you know, they all conclude I'm a sad panda too. He's like, when everyone sues everybody, it makes me a sad panda. And the people in the audience are like, yeah, I'm a sad panda too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a sad panda too. So got all these different people talking about being sad. And, and then unfortunately, for Gerald, everyone's now mad at him. They're like, we should sue Kyle's dad. Yeah, get him. And then uh, Kyle, the quick th- Kyle's dad, the quick-thinking mind he has, he gets up and says, no, 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 don't you see? This pen- he's right. We shouldn't sue people. Man, have I learned my lesson. I will no longer take on sexual harassment cases in schools. They are too amb- uh, ambiguous and too easy to corrupt, too easily corruptible. And then, uh, thank you, sexual harassment panda. Petey, they don't sue people, panda. Yeah, whatever. Let's go get some ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. So they all leave. As they're walking out, the judge goes, well, since there is no lawyers present, I'm dismissing the case. And then Skeeter says, hey, we don't take kindly to judges uh, dismisses cases here. That's when put a sock in it, Skeeter. Yeah. And. And then it gets really weird. We get an afterward PD just kind of gives us one of those like, like hokey dokey, like 80s sitcom moments where the main character talks to you about a lesson. It kind of felt like Jerry's moments or Jerry Springer at the end of his show where he has mm-hmm. his little talk. And here's my final thought. Here's my final thought. Jerry's final Take thought. Take care of yourselves and each other. Right. So afterward, Petey tells everyone that there's no such thing as free money. It has to be taken from places that need, like the school. Everyone, including Gerald, everyone threatens to sue him. They learn the errors their ways, and they drop the case. He gives his whole speech, and that's how the episode ends. He gives like a very long, passionate speech about when you sue people, don't sue people, blah blah blah. So that's how the episode ends. Uh, so let's let's jump into some trivia here. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, Gerald is called Kyle's dad in the commercial for this episode. Um, as we mentioned, we sang the song there. Uh, according to Trey Parker, Matt Stone, uh, in the creator commentary, Petey the sexual harassment panda is actually Santa Claus because of his red underwear and his mm-hmm. voice sounds exactly the same. <laughs> uh, you like that trivia? I never. Wow. I never put the two together. This is embarrassing. Skeeter says that the or sorry, Sasha Pratt is actually Santa Claus because of his bread underwear. It's like that scene of Family Guy where Seth MacFarlane goes through like every voice he does is Dr. Hartman and he's talking to Carter right there. People say we sound like son of a bitch. I don't know what we sound like. Yeah, maybe we sound like it. Yeah, I hear it. Not to quote the inferior show. Yeah, fuck that show. So next one, Skeeter says to the boys that he, I don't take Kyle in their type around here. But in the red badge of gayness, when the boys were in the bar, he didn't say anything to them. Interesting. Maybe he took kindly to them afterwards. I don't know. Well, the red badge, I thought, yeah, you're right. Maybe. 
Uh, the bartender. Oh, no, that was before, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, oh, yeah. previous, uh, the boys were in the bar. He didn't say anything. Well, maybe because maybe he didn't take kindly to them afterwards because they fought for the union. Mm. We don't take kindly, you union twats. <laughs> the bartender, yeah, maybe that's why. The bartender let the boys stay in the bar, but in the, in the new Terrence and Phillip movie trailer, he told them to get out when they were watching that episode later on. So he tells them to get out and they're trying to find, Hey, you get, you kids need to get out of here. This is a bar for adults. <laughs> uh, this episode implies, as we mentioned that principal Victoria is a murderer. Um, this is the first appearance of skater owner of skaters bar and cocktails. So I guess he's the uh, owner yeah. of the bar. I uh, see now that I did not pick up in this episode. I totally forgot. Right, yeah, no, and I don't know if they show showed the name of the bar in this episode. I know they've shown the name of the bar. I can't remember if it was in the past or after that point, but, like, I knew the bar was Skeeter's. I knew it was his, but I don't know if that was common knowledge at that point. Right. No, it's just interesting but that he ended up being the bar owner the whole time, right? So that's yeah, why yeah. The bar, it makes more sense why the bartender couldn't kick him out or do anything. Now Skeeter, he ain't doing nothing wrong. Like, because that's you can't really kick out your boss. <laughs> so, yeah. Trey, Par- Trey Parker and Matt Stone, as I mentioned, uh, they were so exhausted and hungover from doing the South Park movie that they have no memory of making this episode. Um, if you notice on in Stan's room, uh, a cyborg Bill doll can be seen on the floor. Uh, and this is how we end up uh, getting Power Jim doll later on. Like, he takes his doll from Stan. Yep. So that's what ended up being later on. All these weird ones, little toys you can see in the background. So a picture of what looks like to be the stuffed frog from the Mexican episode of the staring frog of Sri Lanka can be seen in the classroom. Um, the episode was inspired by many of the high profile cases of sexual harassments in schools that occurred in the nineties. Uh, this was likely spun off into the public conscious due to the sexual harassment charges, of course, made against then <laughs> uh, the president of the goddamn United States. You know, I had a, I had a woman in office. Uh, she gave me a blowjob and I lied on TV and nobody did anything. <laughs> they said, well, you stole your money. And then you know what I did? You know what I did after that? I got on a plane with Jeffrey Epstein a couple times, went to his <laughs> island. <laughs> what can I say? I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Have you seen me? I look great. I look great. Anyway, so uh, Bill Clinton. Gerald, that's my Bill Clinton, my best Bill Clinton impersonation. I try. Now, we're trying to send this food to Somalia. Send it to Warlords. Warlords. I can do Perot. I can't really do Clinton. Yeah, it's 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 kind of my uh, Ben can do a really good Clinton. Um, uh, I, I I practiced a lot. I tried just based on Will Ferrell trying to do like Bush. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you know we're uh we're working hard. Uh, you know we're getting out there and we're 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 getting and we're communicating and uh, we're reorganizing and uh, we're, we're coming to a cohesive unit. And, and from there, we're, we're, you know we're we're going to get things done. Cohesive unit, axis of evil. Axis of evil, right? You gotta, you gotta do like the squinty eyes for uh, W. Cohesive, cohesive unit, axis of evil. Now, anyway. now yeah. then you get to George H.W. Bush. You get to H.W. Bush. And you kind of talk like this. Wouldn't be 
We can't well, keep this conversation going, wouldn't be prudent. I basically helped Ronald Reagan become president. Anyway, so I ran um, the CIA that bullet in Kennedy's head. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> he kind of has that secret. He kind of has that similar voice to the um the homosexual guy on Family Guy. Oh uh, no! Jeffrey. Hey, hey Jeffrey, look who's got a mustache. That's I know. I know. <laughs> That's a good character voice. I like that guy on Family Guy. Anyway, yeah. Get, let's end this episode. So We're getting, rails. Let's get to the end here. Right. So to finish up here, Gerald justifies his lawsuits due to Democrats. Changes to sexual harassment law by the Democratic Party during the 1990s led to uh, many charges of potentially frivolous lawsuits due to the vagueness of the law. And, and then he explains what sexual harassment is. You know, we have these rules in place. That way you can't say these things in the workplace. I like Kyle goes, isn't that fascism? No, it's not fascism. We don't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that just shows the idiocracy right there of that. Yeah. So, no, it's not fascist. We don't call it that. And what South Park really is trying to point out that not all fascism, I think, is bad. That's what they're trying to say. Like, oh, so then that's fascism. No, it's not fascist. That's not what we call it. Okay. <laughs> like, Kyle, I don't think he's saying that's a bad thing. He's just saying, hey, isn't that, fa- isn't that considered fascism? So that's an interesting uh, maybe underlying tone they were trying to sneak in there. Right. <laughs> My leftist ass. I'm getting – I'm going to just – so here, I, I, I do have the answer, by the way, uh, for, uh, for the earlier questions. Skeeter questions, if pandas live in mountains and they eat bamboo, which is located in drier, more region is mountain area. More arid regions, regions yeah. Actually, Skeeter is misinformed. Pandas used to reside in lower regions of China and Tibet until development by humans forced them to relocate to higher regions for food. Ah, so they yeah. got it. Uh, isn't it interesting that in this episode, this is the last bit of trivia, that Gerald plays into the stereotypes often mentioned by Cartman that the Jewish people are money-hungry, greedy, deliberately makes the situations to sue the school district, tries to distract Kyle when he questions his behavior. He then threatens to school, sue the school news anchor for slander when he says mm-hmm. he's like a whore to make all the lawsuits to get the money. So, like, they really try to play up the stereotypical typical nature yeah, of, of a Jewish person here. They do that, I mean, of course, throughout the episode. But, I mean, even more so, they turn Gerald into a bona fide troll, which is the end of our, which is the theme outro song. Mm-hmm. Ching, chang, ju, ching, chang, ching. Um, and shout out. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no. I was just going to say, like, this is probably one of the last appearances of Mr. Hat for a while too, because he was in this episode and it was probably one of those things that they either produced right before the movie or it was done right after the movie. And they just totally fucking forgot like, Oh yeah, we killed him. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I didn't really like uh, switch shit on it too much here. And I'm not shitting on it. It was just one of it's like, it's an Easter egg, I guess, would be the best. Yeah. Way. No, I mean, you. Well, what I'm saying is, rather than calling it out, I didn't want to be like, "How come he had his fucking hat, here? Mr. Hat here?" When, hey, I'm Mr. Hat. I'd like to come with you to hell. Oh, that, that'd be just fine. Like he goes down to hell with Mr. Satan. So you're right. Yeah, like, yeah. And like, I'm not crapping on it or anything, but it's just like, 
it, I get. I always thought it was interesting. So we're going to, uh, before we get into uh, pop culture here, uh, actually, no, well, there's only a couple things. Uh, Judge Julie, as you mentioned, is a parody of the TV show Judge Judy, whose show began airing in 1996. She's one of the longest judges, um, even to today, right? She's still going strong. Um, I think she may be on her last season. I think she decided to call it a. Yeah, well, but she's gonna be paid not- like twenty, thirty million dollars a fucking year. She's making oh bank. Oh my bro. god! Yeah, she make yeah, she makes a lot of money, but she's uh, calling it a wrap. Yep. As we mentioned, Gerald's advertisement is a parody of numerous television commercials where lawyers use flashy gimmicks and dialogue to entice people to seek their legal services. Uh, Mr. Garrison is actually teaching the children something factual, though. In this episode, he asks them when Ulysses Grant was president of the United States, and he says he was the 18th president from 1869 to 1877. So that's how you know South Park fucking forgot they make this episode because they actually had Mr. Garrison teach something right. Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess PD, the sexual harassment panda, sometimes goes to the length. Oh, as we mentioned, he goes to the length of replacing regular nouns with words like panda when one panda does another panda and another party member of a panda much like the smurfs obviously yeah oh it's so good that was the pop culture and the only other thing i had was continuity uh it is reviewed in this episode revealed in this episode that um stan has asthma this is so we didn't know that unless you watch this episode uh rather than going over the top like and dislike here guys i'm going to read an email instead to or a message we got from a listener and the show so this messenger, I'm not going to read his last name because I don't want to, if he doesn't want that, but his name is Mike. Uh, Mike said he's from Denmark, and uh, he said, go troll hunters, just started uh, benching SP. Uh, just uh, I don't know how Denmark people talk, so just started benching SP on Vplay, which is a, something called a rewatch, and wanted a podcast to compliment it. Why am I talking in a European accent now? I, I have listened to the first seven episodes by now and love what you guys are doing. Uh, he did give us some feedback like on an older episode, he, which I'd like this. He pointed out, he goes, you guys missed uh, uh, the book depository reference in season two about Kathy Lee Gifford. It's where Lee Harvey Oswald shot President Kennedy. So good call out. I guess we missed that. Thanks for calling that out. And then another thing he said here was uh, your outro song is actually an old Danish folk song, which I didn't know this. It's real. It's a really, it's a real song. He's like, I know this sounds silly, but this particular version is actually from a Christmas calendar and is performed by gnomes slash people working in the Danish national archives. And he sends it over and it's a real song. It's ching, chung, ching, ching, chung, Lu, ching, chung, ching, Lucy Lai. And like, it's the people performing it. It's like from the seventies and shit. It's crazy. So shout out to you, Mike, from listening all the way from Denmark. Appreciate it. We know, I knew I had some, we had some fans in Denmark and Sweden. It's like I said, it's probably because of that outro song (laughs) really picked up people in the algorithm or something somewhere. (laughs) I mean, he's uh, on seven or eight. So he's, it's going to be a couple of weeks before he catches up and hears it. Right, he's in season two, so at oh, least he's there. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's in the, okay, so yeah, he'll catch up quickly. Yeah, he's in that episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but thanks, Mike, for listening. Uh, we've oh, had a yeah. couple of people sending us messages in. Uh, somebody sent me a message on Instagram, I think, too, and they were like, hey, man, just want to let you know, love your show, just found it, it's awesome. So I was like, whoa, that's that's pretty cool. And we've had an uptick of listenership uh, on our own personal feed. I, I, I have sent pictures to you and I said to Ian. I was like, so people are like starting to uptick and listen to the show on our own personal feed now. So thanks, guys, we appreciate it. 
Uh, well, you can continue to check us out on uh, YouTube. Homie Media, or actually, if you want to look on Homie Media Group, we're there too on their YouTube as well. Like, there's a playlist set up, so you can go there or go to our personal feed. It actually all links back to the same view. So on Homie Media Group, South Park, I don't care where you watch it; it's all going to come back to me yeah. or us. Uh, but on podcast format, if you want to check us out, subscribe to us: iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google. I think Amazon. Eventually, I'll put it on there, uh, and all the big name platforms. And uh, of course, you can check out Homie Media Group. That's where we're at, located at, and RatsHalloReview.com, TheBrosters.com, StevieRichardsFitness.com, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com, Zordos Olive Oil, Dippin' Donuts, some other people that are probably missing. Joe, what's going on with you, bro? Slave to the Deathmatch on Fight App, Saturday, October 3rd. Uh, that'll be 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. You can get that for $9. Eight Pacific, Slave to the Death Match. And yeah, that'll be $9.99. Um, and should have made it three fifty. Tree fifty. I don't think they would have let us make it tree fitty, but um, yeah, that'll be uh, Saturday, October 3rd. That's uh, the next big thing coming up. Make sure you watch uh, devotion championship wrestling on uh, YouTube and Twitch and all that fun stuff too. If we do a Patreon, is that a tier? Can we make $3 and 50 cent, $3 and 50 cent tier? Oh my God. Yeah. We can totally make a tree fitty tier. I need about tree fitty. I need about yeah. That we need to call it. I need about tree fitty. I need about tree fitty. That's that's the name of the the, the tier. It'll be when we eventually make a Patreon next year or something. Guys, damn it, because guys, this is only as we mentioned, season three, episode six. Uh, there's 24 seasons, and this year is starting. So, um, over 307 ep- or 307 episodes to be exact. So, we got a long way to go. And we appreciate you growing with us, listening to us as we continue to expand here, adding another host, another permanent resident here on the Shack My Bows queue. So, Joe, thanks for sucking my mouth. Oh, they're extra vinegary. By, by this day, by, by this day, but before it's over, you will suck my mouth. Take my ass. That's nasty. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, Rat Salad Review Network has plenty of shows to choose from. Like Rat Salad Review, where they discuss the latest rock and metal news, as well as interviews and albums. Album vs. Album, the King Diamond Podcast, with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics, a South Park podcast called Suck My Balls, The Infinite Fringe, a watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido, Extradivarius Guitarist, The Timo Tolki Podcast, and The Great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatsalReview.com or search Review on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Jungeret ved juletid Ting tang ting lutilaj Omkring ham dannet sneen hvid 
Ting tang ting, du til dig Han stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et, der sejnede hans hest Ting tang lu, ting tang lu, ting tang ting, du til dig Jomfru sad i høje tårn Ting tang ting, du til dig Og ventede ham som til forn Ting tang ting, du til dig Men natten gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til sol og gang Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting, du til dig Den næste dag ved hed morgen rød Ting tang ting, lu til dig De fandt den stakkels junker død Ting tang ting, lu til dig Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting, lu til dig Det var jo noget værd og noget Ting tang ting, du til dig For da han tøde, blev han våd Ting tang ting, du til dig Men sådan kan det altså gå Når man går uden hue på Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting, du til dig Ting tang ting, lu til dig Hun kastede sig fra ned Ting tang ting, lu til dig Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ting tang lu, ting tang lu Ting tang ting, lu til dig Are you interested in joining our elite roster of sponsors? From now through the end of the year, Hamid Media Group is offering special rates as we continue our exponential growth, as we expect to hit 3 million downloads in the first half of 2021, giving you the absolute best value for you to advertise your company, brand, product, service, or podcast. We encourage you to reach out at Group at gmail.com and ask us how we can give the Hamid Media Bump to you.